0: Hello and welcome to another episode of the Music and Therapy Podcast with Relationship Coach Kiana W. Mitchell. I am your host, Kiana W. Mitchell. Well guys, thank you so much for joining me again. It's awesome having a chance to get down here and talk to you and spend some time with you. Last week on the podcast, we talked about the four things that you should never, ever, ever do in your marriage because these are things that help tear your marriage apart. It destroys your marriage. These are just things that should never be done so here are some of the takeaways from last week's episode where I talked about the four things that you should never ever do in your marriage so the first thing that we talked about that you shouldn't do in your marriage is criticize your spouse that is never a good thing to do when it comes to you and your spouse being together you shouldn't be defensive you shouldn't stonewall them and stonewalling is they're attempting to communicate with you whether it's through conversation whether it's through text or body language and you just acting like they don't exist that is something that when you do this, you make the other person shut down and devalues them, and it's always difficult to come back from this if you're stonewalling someone. Another thing that we talked about you should never do in your marriage is having a lot of contempt for that person and anger toward them. Now it's okay to be angry about something, but you got to talk about it and you got to work it out. It's not okay for you to hold on to it forever and have and let it build up into contempt. But these are just some of the things that we discussed. So. We say you shouldn't criticize, be defensive, you shouldn't stonewall, and you should not show contempt for your spouse if you want your marriage to work. Now, there's so much to talk about with all of this. I feel like if I tried to explain all of it, it would really be last week's episode again and this episode would be too long. So what I'm going to tell you to do um, is first, if you're doing any of these things, Please stop doing it right now so that you do not destroy your marriage. Then, to find out what you can do instead and how you can resolve these issues, click on the link below in the show notes to listen to the full episode of last week's podcast. Now, before we get to this week's episode of the podcast, here is a word from one of our sponsors. What if I could tell you the number one reason you are struggling in your marriage? Hi, my name is Kiana W. Mitchell, and I am a singer, songwriter, relationship coach, and podcaster. And I have been where you are in my marriage. I know how frustrating it could be to put in so much effort and not see your marriage get any better. I know what it's like to read relationship books and try all of these different marriage strategies, only to see it not pay off. It wasn't until I discovered that the answers I was looking for was not found in books, but that the solution to my marriage problems was with me the whole time. It finally dawned on me that I needed to work on myself instead of trying to change my husband. Once I began working on myself, I began to understand how some of my actions and reactions were contributing to a lot of the chaos in my marriage. Even though I was not the only person responsible for the problems in our marriage, I had to admit that I was a part of the problem. If you would like to begin improving your marriage and working on yourself, then my 3-day marriage boot camp is for you. Here is what you can expect to learn during this 3-day event. Day 1 You will learn how your thoughts have the power to make or break your marriage and what you can do to take control of your thoughts and your actions day two we are going to discuss some of the reasons why you are doing what you're doing in your marriage and why it's not working and what you can do now to immediately change the negative dynamics in your marriage day three on day three you are finally going to be able to identify your emotional triggers and then together, work on ways to deal with these triggers in an emotionally healthy way. Okay, I know all of this sounds like a lot of work, but if you ever want things to change, then you have to put in the work. If you're looking for a quick fix, or you're trying to change your husband, then this three-day marriage event is not for you. The three-day marriage boot camp is only for individuals who are willing to invest time, money, and effort to change their marriage. Why should you listen to me? In addition to being a relationship coach, I have a master's degree in counseling psychology and I have a lot of experience working in the mental health field. I also have been on numerous podcasts talking about how it's possible to improve your marriage while working on yourself. The cost of the 3-Day Marriage Bootcamp is only $27 and I guarantee that what you will learn will help you transform your marriage right now. If you choose to make an investment in your marriage by attending the 3-Day Marriage Bootcamp, Then you will have access to live coaching, one-on-one coaching as needed, daily homework assignments that will help you understand more about yourself and your marriage, and replays of all the coaching sessions for the weekend. Once again, I know all of this sounds like a lot of work, and believe me, it is. But I guarantee you that if you attend a three-day marriage boot camp, you will begin to see positive changes take place in your marriage. I can't wait to meet you and I am looking forward to having you in the program so that together we can begin working on your marriage. Click the link in the show notes to sign up for the 3-Day Marriage Boot Camp, which will take place June 10th through the 12th. Hope to see you there. Today on the podcast, we're going to talk about whether it's possible to make your spouse love you again or not. Now, the reason I wanted to bring this topic up because I am in this Facebook group and it talks about uh, people who want to work in their marriages and support each other as they work through their marriages. And I joined this Facebook group because I wanted to see what kind of questions people were asking, what issues they were dealing with, so that I could kind of have an idea of what to talk about on the podcast. What? issues to address because I know if a lot of these people are having the same issues over and over it's not just them because this group has thousands and thousands of people in it it's pretty much a lot of us so I wanted to do some market research so I joined the group and so you can see me sometimes at home just reading the post and seeing what they're saying and surprisingly enough a lot of people are asking the exact same question and that question that comes up I would say in 75% of the posts every single day, regardless of what the problem is, whether they are having serious marriage issues or in between serious problems or whatever it is, is always about how do I get my spouse to love me again? How can I get their attention? How can they love me? Can I make them love me again? These are the types of questions that are being asked in this group. And so I wanted to address it because if this is 70% of the questions that are being asked, i know a lot of people are dealing with this and i'm even going to go as far as to say a lot of people are dealing with this um as you guys might may or may not know i am a huge reality tv fan and so one of the tv shows that i watch and let me just say first off i do not get any money for talking about this show i am not endorsing this show at all i'm just bringing it up because it's a good example of some of the things people may be going through so it's this reality tv show that i watch called um the family Chantel. And it's about this lady who married this guy. He's from a different country. I think he's from um, Dominican Republic. And it was a spinoff of the 90 Day Fiance series. And if you guys know about that, great. If not, okay, it's just not important. I just brought it up. So in this the last season, like the first season, they weren't doing good in their marriage. Second season, they were doing really good in their marriage. They were working things out. Third season... You know, I I was feeling good for them. I was like, they're going to get it. They're going to do this. They're going to make it work. Fourth season, it's like everything's gone downhill. And she, the lady, Chantel, is finding herself asking these questions like, what do I do to make my husband love me again? What do I do to make my husband want to have sex with me? What do I do to get him to spend time with me? Like, what do I do? Because it seems like he doesn't want to do any of those things. And so this is what has happened. Now, I want to give you guys a spoiler if you watched it. It's already out that they are going to divorce, but it doesn't always have to be that way Even if you are not spending time with your spouse and you want to know how do I get them to love me? It doesn't always have to end in divorce So what I wanted to talk about some things that you can do to Fall in love with your spouse again and maybe help them fall in love with you Now let me just start off by saying this, okay? You cannot ever make somebody love you Either they love you or they don't You cannot make them love you But what you can do it's changed some things because most of the time it's not that they don't love you. Certain things are going on, certain situations, certain um, things that you're doing, certain things that they're doing. These things are happening, which makes them feel less attracted to you because of what is going on. So it may not even be the fact that they don't love you. It might be the fact that because of everything that's going on, whether it has something to do with something in, inside the marriage or outside of the marriage, it is truly affecting your relationship. And a lot of the times it's not you that they don't like, it's what is going on or all the extra chaos and things that are going on. So we're going to talk about that today. So if you are interested, if you first are in a situation and you're interested in reconnecting with your spouse, here are some things that you can do. Now this goes for people who want to reconnect and are struggling in their marriage right now. Maybe they feel like their spouse is not paying attention to them. Your spouse doesn't want to spend time with them. Maybe you feel like their spouse doesn't love them. This is for you. Now, if you are at the point where you're like, you know, we're good right now, but I think we need to work on some things because I see how things are starting to go and I don't like the trajectory of where we're going, this is for you. If your marriage is amazing, this is still for you because this is something that we can do continually all the time so that we can keep our marriages from getting to this point. All right, so are you ready to hear some things that you can do? Great. We're going to talk about it right now. So, when it comes to relationships, there's always attraction that goes on. And I know you hear people say all the time, like, working yourself, working yourself, working yourself. And it's like, how do I work on myself? Well, here are some ways to work on yourself. Now, from someone who has had issues in her marriage and have gone through a lot of things, let me just be the first to tell you the worst way to fix your marriage is by focusing on your marriage. Yes, I said it. That is the absolute worst way to fix it. Why? Because when you're working on your marriage, coming from a perspective of, I'm working on my marriage, I need to fix my marriage, then you're not thinking about anything else. You have a one-track mind, which is fix, fix, fix. And so when you're thinking of fixing it, you're not thinking of anything else except, oh, do I need to do more of this? Do I need to call him more? Do I need to call her more? Should I talk to them more? should i try to make them have dates with me should i try to do this should i try to get them to do this maybe i should try this you're just going down a rabbit hole of all the things that you can try to try to fix a problem but the problem with this method is that you are not trying to see what is going on around that may have contributed to this problem so the best way to fix your marriage and the best way to do things to fall in love with your spouse again and help them fall in love with you again Because remember I said you can't make them fall in love with you or love you again But what you can do are some things that will kind of help them to fall back in love with you because here's the thing If they were in love with you once you guys gonna fall in love with you one time so you can absolutely do it again But we got to think about what you were doing back then and you have to think about it In a way of you're not doing it to save your marriage. You are doing this for you. Because one thing that happens when your marriage is falling apart and when you're trying to fix it and it's been bad for a long time, a lot of things happen. The first thing that can happen is you start to have or develop a low self-esteem. Because think about it. Like you're thinking, why won't my spouse spend time with me? Like, why won't they talk to me? Why won't they have sex with me? Why won't they do this? Why won't they date me? You know, it's like, why won't they? So then you start to look at yourself like, what am I doing wrong? Maybe if I was prettier, maybe if I lost more weight, maybe if I did this. And so your self-esteem goes down. You stop doing things that you enjoy because you are so stressed out about your marriage, what's going on, what's not happening. Emotionally, you are a wreck. Okay, because it's nothing like having a terrible marriage that will take you through some emotional pain. So, yes, you're an emotional wreck and you're not focusing and you don't have the clarity that you had at one point. So, if you want to fix your marriage, the best thing to do is to get yourself together. What I would say is stop even focusing on the marriage, okay? Stop focusing on it. Let that go. Let that be something you push to the side because at this point in time, the marriage is not the important thing. That shouldn't have your focus right now. Your focus should be on doing what you can to feel better about yourself. Getting yourself together. Making sure you're in a good place spiritually, emotionally, intellectually, and physically. So the first thing I would say to do is make sure that you are getting in fit physically. And make yourself physically attractive. Not for your spouse. No. Do this for you. So if you know that way back in the day or you used to like to wear heels, go buy some heels. If you used to like to dress a certain way, do that. If you love, if you see that maybe for health reasons you need to eat better, change your diet, go to the gym, exercise, then go do that. And I would say everyone should go to the gym even if you can't. Walk, do something, exercise. Because exercise is a way to help you feel better. It is a way to combat depression. It's a way to combat a lot of issues that you may be dealing with, and it gives you clarity of mind and purpose. So the first thing I would do is make yourself physically attractive to yourself by exercising, by eating right, by being healthy. The next thing I would say to do is stop blowing up your spouse's phone, calling them, asking them why they talk to you, begging them for attention. Don't do any of those things because all you're doing when you're begging them for attention, asking them to spend time with you, like, what's wrong? Why don't you love me? When you do things like that, that just makes them more determined and turns them away even more because they see you as being needy at that point. So realize that you are not a needy person. You do not need them at this point. You have to work on yourself. So make sure you are physically attracted to yourself. Go do some hobbies. Do some things that you still like to do, like read a book. Um, if you like to sing, go do that. If you like dancing, go ahead and dance. Whatever it is that you used to like to do, but you haven't done go do that if there is something that you've always wanted to try always wanted to do but you just never did it do that make sure that you are having fun and that you're doing things because the process of working on your marriage can take a long time and especially if you are at a place where he he or she your husband or wife don't want to talk to you spend time with you or be around you it's going to take some time to work on okay so what you don't want to do is say well I'll have fun once this marriage gets fixed. Because here's the the honest truth, okay? So the first thing is if you are willing to work on it and if they're willing to work on it, it can be fixed. But it's going to take a long time. Because it took you a long time to get here. The second thing is, and I think we have to be realistic to a point, is we need to ask ourselves, what if it doesn't work out? So if it doesn't work out, are you going to forever be sad? Not doing anything you want to do? Not enjoying life? Like all of this stuff can drain you and it's i'm gonna say don't let your marriage determine whether you are enjoying your life now because you should enjoy your life now regardless of what's going on so spend some time doing things that you like to do take time having fun if you wanted to go back to school whatever it is that you wanted to do before Go ahead and do that. Make sure that you're busy, that you're happy, and that you're enjoying your life. Make sure that you are happy and focusing on yourself. Make sure that you're working on yourself physically so that you are healthy. Because it's hard to feel good about yourself and feel happy about yourself and get your confidence back if you are sick. So make sure you are doing things that you're he- to make sure that you're healthy. Make sure that you are doing things that you like to do make sure that you are doing things that make you happy make sure self-care is a part of your routine so when it comes to being um, emotionally stable it's important to if you need to talk to a counselor talk to people um who are there who listen and vent. now i'm not going to say listen to people about don't listen to everyone and what they have to say about your marriage that is something for you to decide you to work on you to figure out And if you want to talk to marriage, need to talk to your marriage, I would say talk to a coach or talk to a psychiatrist or a therapist so that they can help you navigate through these issues without everyone else giving you their advice because that's just going to cloud your judgment. In the meantime, make sure that you are okay emotionally. And I say this because of the fact that if you are happy and you are not stressed and you stop focusing so much in the marriage and you're working on yourself and you have peace and you're happy, you're doing things that you like, it's easier to be able to look at things from a different point of view. It's easier to have perspective. It's easy to have clarity and be rational because you are in a good place emotionally. So make sure that you are in a good place emotionally and do whatever you need, you need to do to make this happen, whether you take walks and think and write or do things that make you happy. Make sure you do these things. And then the last thing I would say is if you have some kind of spirituality, then go and make sure you do some of these things. I know some people meditate, some people may do yoga, some people pray, go to church, whatever it is that you do that makes you feel in tune with a higher power or in tune with God or in tune with nature, whatever that is, make sure you do that. Because if you are okay physically, you are okay intellectually, you are okay emotionally, and you are okay spiritually... All of these things will help you to become the best person that you can actually be for yourself. And here's the thing. While you're working on yourself, not even really worrying about the marriage. And When I say don't worry about the marriage, I'm not saying to like ignore it or whatever. But just stop focusing on the problems in the marriage. Because when you focus on the problems, it makes things worse. But if you start focusing on yourself, first you'll have less arguments because you're too busy going to the gym, doing all these things that you enjoy doing. When you do have interactions with your spouse, it'll be more happy because you're happy. You're not thinking about all the things that they're doing and stuff that they've done to you and why you're mad at them because you're happy. You're in a good mood. Life is good for you. So that is where your focus would be because you're in a good mood. Life is good. You're happy. And so your interactions with them will be lighter. They'll be happier. They'll be more fun. You'll be a happier person. And even if you don't have like typical conversations, let's just be real. It is a huge difference if someone say, Hey, um, so even if your spouse wanted to talk to you about a bill, like, hey, this bill is up, when are we gonna pay it or whatever? If you're not in a good place, you know you're gonna snap back and say something like, I don't know, you paid, or why are you asking me, or something like that. But if you're in a good mood and you're happy, your response would probably be different. And it might be like, Oh well we could pay it this day. Oh we'll talk about it later or something pleasant. And so when you in a good place then your conversations with your spouse are going to be better they're gonna be lighter happier even the way you respond is going to be different because you are happy with yourself if you are okay spiritually then you are in a good place mind body and soul and all this is important in the way to help you when it comes to interacting with your spouse it's important to help you when you're dealing with different things and here's what will probably happen okay I'm not a psychic, I can't read minds, I don't do any of that stuff, but what I will say and what I have noticed is that when you are working on yourself physically, intellectually, emotionally, and spiritually because you want to be a better person, it typically rubs off to your spouse because they're going to see, hey, he's doing something different or hey, she's doing something different. Normally, they would do this, but now they're doing this, and so of course they're going to be like, okay. Or are they doing different and they're gonna become more interested in what you're in you because they see that you're changing they're gonna become more attracted to you because you're exercising you're looking better you're doing things that make you happy and one thing I can always say the thing whenever you can always tell when someone's happy right because it makes them look so beautiful and so attractive when you are in a good place when you're happy you are an attractive person and I'm not saying that Everyone has to look a certain way or whatever. With, however you look, you are attractive. So do what you need to do to make you feel better about yourself and do things that make you more attractive. So it doesn't matter about your weight, your size, anything like that. Just do what makes you feel attractive. The reason I do bring up exercising and diet and everything because I know when you're in ha- when you have when you're exercising, it can also help you with your mood. And it also helps you feel good about yourself because you start to see some results, like maybe dropping a few pounds, or even if you don't want to drop pounds and don't need to. um, It's just the fact that you're exercising the cardio, and it makes you feel better about yourself, gives you more energy, makes you more fun. It just does something for you. Exercise will do a lot to help you. So that's why I say make sure that as you work to restore your marriage, do these four things. Make sure you're physically attractive. Um, intellectually attractive, when I say intellectually attractive, that just means that you're reading, you're doing things, and you're an interesting person to talk to. Emotionally attractive, where you're in control of your emotions and your emotions are not controlling you. Spiritually attractive, where you have some kind of clarity and you know where you're going, some clarity in some direction. By doing all of these things, you will become more attractive to your spouse. Now, I'm not going to sit here and say, I promise you, I guarantee your spouse to love you again because I can't promise or guarantee anything at that rate. But what I can say that it is scientifically proven that most of the time, typically, usually, that is what happens. Your spouse becomes more attracted to you because you are doing things for yourself. You're loving yourself more. And when you love yourself, then you are automatically more attractive because you are projecting how you are feeling. I remember reading this story, um, it was a while ago. It was okay, so it's like this lady was at a singles conference and it was a whole bunch of guys there and they were saying how the author he wrote it something like this like this is a lady, she was pretty, she was attractive and but the thing was, you know, according to what we think is attractive, some of us might have not been, you know, thought she was attractive because the artist says she was a little bigger, um, she was bigger built. But the thing about her is that when she walked into the room, all the guys just looked at her and they were attracted to her immediately because she had confidence and she was attractive because she had confidence in herself, she was emotionally healthy. And she had so much confidence and self-love until and so they couldn't help but be attracted to her. And I think that's what you need to do right now. And I say this because instead of worrying about the problems in your marriage, that would just take you down emotionally, physically, spiritually, every way possibly. It will take you down if you just focus on the problems in your marriage. But when you focus on you and how you want to have fun and what you want to do, then you become more attractive by default. <laughs> like that's just how it is and think about it like you've had these issues in your marriage for a long time and each year you are not getting younger you are getting older so what sense does it make for you to go about doing it the way you used to focusing on the issues focusing on the problems starting arguments or engaging in them don't you want to be happy and we can't say well i'll be happy my marriage is right because it could get right, but that may take some years, and so you spent years being unhappy, or it may not get right, and it may not even end well for you, but then you are still spent years being unhappy. So the best thing to do, I would say, is to work on yourself, do things that make you happy, do things that make you feel good physically, spiritually, mostly, intellectually, and make sure that you're in a good place and that you are enjoying life. Make sure you're living life to the fullest. And by doing this, your spouse will become more attracted to you. But don't do it for them because if you do it for them, you're just going to do it and you're like, oh, things are good now. He or she is love with me again. We're great. And then you're going to stop doing the things you were doing. And here's the thing. If you make this a lifestyle, if this is something that you do all the time and you're doing it for you, you have a better chance of sustaining what you're doing. Because when you do things for you and it's a lifestyle, you're doing it because you're doing it for yourself. Now, the byproduct of that is that your spouse, it has the potential to help your spouse fall in love with you again. The byproduct of you feeling good about yourself is that it has the potential of helping your spouse to see you in a different way and become more attracted to you because you're changing, doing things differently, and they see you as more attractive. That's a byproduct, okay? That's a bonus. That's a plus. But don't do it for that. Do it for you because you have been depressed too long. You've been crying about this too long. You have been trying to make this work for too long. So it's time to let it go and work on yourself. Do something fun. So today... Think about some fun things that you want to do. Think about something that you love to do, that you want to do, that you haven't done in a long time. Just think about these things. And remember that broken hearts are going to mend, okay? So if your heart has been broken, it's going to get better. It's going to get well, okay? You're going to not even think about the issues that you've been through. But you have to focus on yourself and make sure that you are okay and that you're not focusing on the problems in your relationship or in your marriage. Now, these are just four things you can do now to begin the process of falling in love with who you are and starting your life over again. And as a bonus and as a byproduct, your spouse may become attracted to you again. And remember, if they were attracted to you once and you got them to love you once, you can absolutely let that happen again. But you have to love yourself first before you can get anyone to love you and when i say get anyone it's not even about that it's about loving who you are and let the awesomeness that is you shine so that people will see it especially your spouse and be attracted to you and want to hang out with you and do things with you again now if you guys would like more information about this i am going to do a three-day marriage boot camp um on the 26th of this month it's going to be august 26th 27th and 28th so if you want to talk more about this join me at that event I do have a link where you can sign up to be a part of it in the show notes, and it's free, so join me, and we can talk more about this. Now, the song we're going to listen to today is called Trapped, and this song is about a woman who's feeling trapped in her marriage, and I picked it because I know that sometimes when you are not in a good place, you do feel trapped because you're like, should I leave? Should I stay? Should I go? You don't know what to do, but here's what I want to tell you. Today, you can stop being trapped. And start working on yourself to make things better. But here's the song, Trapped. And as you listen to the song, think about how you don't have to be trapped anymore. And how you can move forward in your life and have fun and be happy. And how there is a way for your spouse to love you again. So here's the song, Trapped. Thank you so much for being here with me today i absolutely love hanging out with you each week and it's always a pleasure to spend time with you if you love the podcast as much as i love spending time with you i encourage you to share this week's episode with a friend or family member and make sure that you like and follow the podcast wherever you listen to podcasts i will also love it if you will leave a review for the podcast so you can let me know how much you are enjoying the show Because I am so thankful to you guys, I am going to be giving away a free gift. I understand that being married can be difficult and stressful at times. So if you are looking for a way to stop arguing and resolve issues in your marriage, then click the link below in the show notes to download your free PDF about how to solve problems in your marriage. If you would like to contact me, feel free to contact me on social media by clicking the links in the show notes. And I promise you that I will respond to your message.